Welcome to episode three, possibly two, of QDMP, Quarantine Dads of Midland Park. We're uh, strolling into our third week here. Before I get started, introduce the gang. This podcast is sponsored by Fiona's, one of the best Italian restaurants in all of Midland Park. They're doing curbside pickup right now. They're a great organization run by my guy, Jimmy. He loves the pod. Big fan. Told me he laughed his, laughed his butt off last time when he heard it. And uh, so if you use the code QDMP, he'll give you 10% off on the pickup. But I would challenge you to not use that code or just say, hey, I'm calling on QDMP. But you know what? Keep the 10%. Give it to one of the waiters. That, but that's just me. But it is available to you. So with me, I got uh, MJ. Good evening. And Sal. Good evening, everybody. And of course, as always... Big guy in town, Phil. What's going on, guys? What's up, Middle Park? So uh, we're heading. We're strolling into week three of the quarantine. Uh, it's getting, it's getting weird. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, every day that gets, it gets like for me, it gets one step. Every day that feels like it's get, supposed to get a step closer, it gets a step further away. Like I, I've given up on the notion that we're going to have sports in twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, um what was that statistic? I think uh Phil you sent that out today. The last time there wasn't baseball in April. What what year was that? Oh, 1883. 1883. That's wild. That's the last time there was no major league baseball in the month of April. That that's crazy. And I I remember going to I was at Yankees opening day a couple of years ago. And it was like some crap game, Yankees Royals or something. Uh, Tanaka was well, any Yankee game. <laughs> Tanaka was pitching, and it was it was freezing out. And I was like, I just want to get out of here. And I get real, you, well, you guys know me. I get real irritated real fast. And I was just like, I want out of here. I would love to sit in that freezing cold, crap baseball game and just watch eighteen innings of it. Right I would even go into Queens to watch that minor league team play. So I agree with you, Gary. This was our year. This was our year. <laughs> I still won't go up to that uh, Boston team, though. It's not worth it. Uh, yeah. Dude, that was the best. I've, I've been telling Phil about these tickets that, I, that we have up in Boston through the company. I mean, it is. You are on right you are one row behind i got four tickets and i was just like oh i'm gonna bring us four and we i was you know or you know you didn't want to go but i was gonna invite it and i had a whole thing hotel picked out the day and then i finally got the tickets and literally the day i got the tickets approved this they canceled life on earth I'm still convinced that uh, I'm still convinced those seats don't actually exist. Sal just found, or uh, Gary just found a picture of mine. Yeah. Just, just like he wants me to be his friend so that he just shows me the pictures. So, randomly, so, like, so convenient that this pandemic happened that he can't take us to a baseball I know, game. Right? Yep. I've heard that story before. Yeah. The rumor is it, that I started it just to get out of hanging out with you guys, actually. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could see you doing something like that. So, uh, but this, uh, on this quarantine with everything, like, we got actually, I got a cool email today saying they're actually giving the kids spring break. And I thought that was kind of awesome. Yes. They're yeah, I think, well doing that, I think they're doing that for the sake of the parents. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'll tell you, man. I, I think they're also doing it for the sake of the teachers too, because I think these teachers are, I mean, like, like everybody's been saying throughout this quarantine, they're working harder now 
than they did beforehand. A lot Definitely. of people, I've heard a lot of people say that. And I think that the teachers are probably feeling that same, same sense, you know, that they're working more now than they probably did beforehand. And you know what they deserve, they deserve a week break. 100% they deserve the break. Yeah. And I saw some people complaining through, uh, it was kind of like social media, not so much this week, but like last week. And they're like, oh, I'm paying for my kid to go to school and I'm teaching. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're sitting at home. You're not doing anything. And you're complaining about teachers who are actually, they're probably like, I was going to go and hung over one day and put on a movie. Uh, for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. What else are you going to do? There's, there's nothing on TV. The, I mean, as much as respect the teachers, the funniest thing is how much when you're a kid, you look up to your teacher. And then as you guys know, when you get older and you start becoming friends with people or teachers and you're like, wow, that guy was out till four o'clock in the morning last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but you're, but you're right. You know, these <laughs> teachers are, first of all, we were one of the first districts or the county to do this. You know, they did it instantly. They had no time to even set up. Yeah, it was they, need, they, need, they need a break. The kids need a break, you know, let's, you know, uh, we gotta, we gotta be realistic. You know, it's been three weeks of this and uh, the kids are kind of now starting to get at it. You know, the, the teachers have been not just teaching their own kids. They're teaching our kids. Uh, yeah. I'm learning a lot too. Like I'm not that good at first grade work. I found that out today. <laughs> well, I'm still, you know, and, <laughs> You know, and the one thing like to this week that started now is that the school has gotten the district's gotten better now. Like now they're doing like video conferencing and things like that. And like twice this week, my daughter's video conference with her teacher, which is, you know, like Sal just said, you know, she's she's trying to teach her own kids what they have to learn. But then she's also video conferencing with all of her students on top of it. So it's like, I mean, like the work has got to be just insane for them. Yeah, it's intense. But so that's that's where we're at with the quarantine. But one of the one, the most interesting thing I thought Sal brought up today was TV and why TV sucks right now. And I'm I'm having a hard time putting my finger on it. Why? I I haven't even watched a lot. But outside of outside of eight hours of Tiger King that I basically did uh, from eight o'clock to like three in the morning one night. Um, I don't. Why? Why is TV just what? What happened, Sal? Help me out. I don't know. I got five hundred and like fifty <laughs> channels, and somehow they're all playing the same. Like HG keep, HGTV keeps playing the same reruns over and over again. Nothing new. No one has anything new on. It's all the same, like regurgitated crap. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm watching ESPN like 1998 Final Four. Like, it's, <laughs> hey. It's been like two decades since that's played. I mean, so like I am desperate as I'm trapped in the house, basically. Well, maybe maybe your problem is you're watching HGTV. Well, that's just one. Ex- <laughs> that's just one example. <laughs> well, it's one of the like that's you know that or watch all the news. Hey, I uh, mean, cards on the table. I put some money on the Property Brothers the other day if they were going to love it or leave it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that, too. All right. What were you going to say, MJ? Uh, I was I, – I have nothing. That was good. That was, that was good. I'm going to have to get some action on the next one, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I'm, in, I'm in for that. It is – no, but like I – Sal said that today, and I sat back, and I was like, I really haven't watched TV. Like, I've been – 
I, I sit down and start checking the phone and it's kind of like more interesting or I don't even know more interesting or entertaining, but it's like, how many times can I watch, you know, uh, the same thing? Like I'm watching my kids like American Ninja Warrior. Like I'm like, this guy, Daniel Gill is going to win and they won't bet me because they keep losing all their lunch money to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll say this that like you know like during something like this ESPN or FS1 or any of those sports channels had the greatest opportunity to play like some of the greatest championship like rerun of some of the greatest championship games of like all time and they are dropping the ball no pun intended yeah like they literally could put on like I don't know, the 1969 Mets, like, you know, clinching, World Series clinching game. And I guarantee you that it would get ratings. Like, you know, they could put on the Yankees 96 uh, World Series clincher. And, like, right, you know, but are you, are you are real? Watch. Are you going to watch? Because I got to tell you, I've seen, you know, I've heard Vin Scully say, the ball's behind the bag. Like, I don't know how many more times I could possibly watch that. <laughs> well, I mean, me, I, I can't watch it at all. I mean, granted, I was three years old when it happened, but I mean. Yeah, no, I didn't see it live either, but I was, you know, it's like, I don't know if I, I'm trying to think of like big games. I, I mean, I used to get together, my brother and I, and we would watch the Giants Patriots. I got the DVD for Christmas, really dating myself here. And uh, I would, me and my brother would watch it and have a couple of drinks and pretend we were watching it live. But I almost like wish I didn't watch it because now I can, I've watched it too many times. I already know all the plays. Yeah. Hey, just think, right now, ESPN is 2016 NBA Finals Game 5. 2016. All right, so I mean, they're doing something. 16. Cleveland Cavaliers against Golden State. Yeah, that was good. I want to see this MJ documentary. Uh, that's gonna oh, be good. They, they, they need to move that up, by the way. They need like they, they, they are they, moving it up. Yeah, oh, thank God. It's a, it's this month, right? I think it's coming ne- next week. I want to say it's supposed to be June. Yeah, I think that's a- awesome. April. So let me ask you. Uh, so the, that and that's what I was thinking about. South Point. Uh, ask you guys. There was uh, there's movies coming out. And I see a couple of them are popping up on like on demand. How much would you pay? For like a brand new movie that just came out that you wanted to see, like that should have been in the movie theater, which obviously we might not be able to go to again till 2021. What is the price for you to sit there and watch, you know, what uh, Finding Nemo three with your kids? Because not the twenty dollars that they're charging now. Higher, right? Or you're saying lower? It's no, I would pay. I would pay less because I'm not getting the same. I'm not getting the same experience as like going to the theater, having the popcorn, the smells, the the surround sound, like all of that. I'm not getting that experience. I'm sitting on my couch in my house. I, you know? I'm in the office. See, I disagree. I disagree. I would pay the 20 bucks. I would pay 100 bucks. I was, yeah, I was just going to say. I got, I, I got my basement downstairs. I haven't gone to a movie since 2009. Yeah, yeah. It's... No, I, I know the last movie I went to see. Danielle and I went to see Green Zone in 2009 gravity well, but you also have gravity was the last one i saw <laughs> so frozen 2 got for, you guys beat for 20 dollars, i can first of all i have my own popcorn my own beer yeah if i have to go to the bathroom i can hit pause unlike the movies i had to wait three hours there's like so many benefits well i go to the movie i go to the movies uh, and i can watch it for 48 hours amc 48 hours garden state plaza uh i go out we go out to dinner beforehand you know, we do all this, and then all of a sudden, it's a hundred dollars anyway. So I was like, if there was a new Fast and the Furious that they're holding on to, 
there and they're like the new one with John Cena. I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars to watch it. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a big movie guy. I love movies, but I, I, I like going to the actual theater and getting the actual like theater experience out of it. I don't, you know, like the last movie I went to go see was 1917. You know, probably a month and a half ago. I actually saw that when I, I I saw that when, because I was away. I was away on work and I was like, I got to go to the movies. And I was like, I'm going to see 1917. It was good. Yeah, I really awesome. I think I would just purely pay. I don't even think you could price on it right now just to be able to get out of my house and even take my family with me, even though I've been spending way too much time with them. Oh, to get out of the house, I think there's there. I don't even have a price tag right now. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, see that 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 is unequal cover question. But during this time frame when we are self quarantined, uh, I would pay every bit of twenty bucks. That that might be the new drug dealers in the future. Is like people are like, yo. I got a I got a uh, coronavirus free environment, and you're like what? And you're like like a little restaurant set up somewhere that they fogged out, and it's like guaranteed to be clean because I, I I would get tricked into that. I can't wait to get out of my house so bad. I started reading a book today. Ooh, that's wild! Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> hey, I got what a little book? bit of breaking news for you guys. It was a picture book. <laughs> Yeah, it was. And I, and I still couldn't understand it. Hey, I got a little bit of breaking news for you guys. Let's hear it. So I just got a, a Fox News blast that the Grammy-winning Fountains of Wayne lead singer Adam Schlesinger has died from coronavirus. Yeah, I saw that too. And yeah. Fountains of Wayne is pretty big around here because they're they're those guys are Jersey-based guys. They're from Wayne. And uh, and they you know they sing that song. For those of you who don't know who they are, they sing that song. Stacy's mom. Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, that thing you do. I thought it said too. Yes, and they sing the song Hackensack too. Never heard it. Haven't got around to that one yet. Yeah, <laughs> put that on my list. <laughs> I'll put that. I, well, it was on I'll put the that. Stacy mom album. I'll put that right next to K-pop. Uh... <laughs> So, all right. Uh, if if uh, if anybody comes up with a subject and you want to go, but I got I got one that's kind of there. There was one other movie that I have watched, and I had a, I kind of watched half of both of them, and with Jack because Jack wanted to watch uh, the Karate Kid, so I put on the Karate Kid, but I hit the wrong one. I hit the one with Jaden Smith. Ah, such garbage. So yeah. I got a hot take for you. The one with Jaden Smith was better. Uh, he's a more likable person. Who, and he's one of the least likable people in real life than Ralph Macchio. Because we went back and watched Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio was an asshole from start to finish in that movie. He goes out there. By the way, he moved from Newark, New Jersey to like Thousand Oaks, California. And he's complaining that he wants to go back to Newark. Like, I don't know anybody who wants to go back to Newark. I was in Iraq and I, they were like, you want to go to Newark? I was like, I'll do a couple more months. I'll just chill out here. <laughs> like, 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 and it wasn't like there was some like, it was like glorious time. Like they're like, Newark, Newark used to be beautiful in the 60s. This was like 1984. Like it was still shit. And he complains about that. He's hitting on the guy's girl uh, the whole time. And all that guy. And by the way, at the end of the fight, he wins with an illegal kick. And I know I'm a big uh, William Zapka fan, 
But uh, I think Johnny's the real karate kid. And by the way, Jaden Smith's finishing move, I don't know if you guys saw that movie, 1,000 times better than the crane kick. Mm. So I never saw the, the new one. Um, so I can't opine necessarily on that. But you don't think that Ralph Macho redeemed himself as an adult in Entourage when he refused to give up his, his <laughs> spot to Johnny Drama? That, that was a good episode. I mean, you gotta you gotta give him some credit for that, no? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that was a uh, he was playing a character. I bet he's not like that in real life. I don't know. He was, and he wasn't he was playing, playing a character himself. in the Karate Kid. Yeah, no, I think he was Uh-oh. playing himself. I just, I just, I don't know why. I just watched it the other day with Jack, and I just got. No, he just he's complaining to his mom the whole time. The only one he's a fraud in front of Mister Fuji, or what's his name, uh, <laughs> Mister Miyagi. Miyagi. <laughs> We were watching wrestling too, uh, but Mr. Miyagi, he's kind of like this nice kid. And I was like, I feel like if Mr. Miyagi saw him in front of his mom, you know, always talking back and acting like that, he'd be like, you know what, kid, give me back the car. Go, go try to beat these bullies up on your own. Let me know how you do learn some respect and I'll, and I'll rub your legs and get you back in this fight. That's how I feel. I don't know. I've seen them both. I like I like the original better, but I don't know if that's just because of nostalgia's sake. <laughs> oh, I just miss sports so much. Oh my god, me too. Like yeah. I was and golf. Golf was another thing I have. Why can't people play golf? I don't know. Well, because you're I... playing. I mean, you're playing. I mean, you technically can social distance, <laughs> but you're playing in foursomes. So I. But you're not. But you're not on top of right. each other. So you yeah, either sure. A, you go everyone in their own cart, or I walk when I play. So you're old school. <laughs> I like that. I'll be honest I, with you, Sal. I love walking. Walking, you play the best golf. Because A, alcohol consumption is really minimal. <laughs> and two, you actually track your ball and are focused on what you're doing outside of screwing around in a golf cart. So and, I, and I you agree calm down after a bad shot takes you a little longer to get there after you like screw up a shot. Yeah, the club toss stinks when you have to walk. So I, I actually get it. picture Sal dressed like Payne Stewart when he's out there oh. with the pants. Oh, <laughs> God, yes. I do have some interesting <laughs> off pants and, and shorts. I was actually speaking with someone today who uh, is down in Florida in the villages and they're, uh, you know, the 60 courses they have open there are all open, but they have like rules in place. No, uh, the flags, you can't touch the flags. They have a built-in around the holes, so the ball doesn't actually have to go in the hole. All sorts of stuff, so people aren't, you know, exposed to anything. Right, because here's the thing. If you stand on either side of the tee box, and I would do it. It's not like I'm itching to get out there and, like, be, you know, up in somebody's shit. Like, I would rather walk uh, you know, uh, a J, you know, walk down or whatever you drive. I guess you couldn't even do the car probably, but you walk down, you hold your bag. I can still talk to you. You're on a wide open course. You're 10 feet away. And you know, why can't, and then why can't we do that with one cameraman following tiger and Phil and another cameraman following, uh, you know, uh, Justin Spieth and DJ. Yeah. And I really just have a yeah. ton of money sitting in my DraftKings account that I can't do anything with. That's the real tragedy in all this. <laughs> and it doesn't even collect it. No, you're sitting there. It's like, oh. The fact that things have gotten so bad that Gary wants to bet on golf. I mean, that just. I'll tell you fun. what, I actually, golf is the number one thing I use for DraftKings. 
I have a whole strategy. I could, I would love to sit down and show you one day and I hope I could, but uh, I've, I've actually won a ton of money. Like there was, I've won multiple times over a thousand dollars on golf games. Oh, you're talking about DraftKings. Yeah. DraftKings. Where you're getting like a $10,000 salary cap or something like that. Yeah. You get 60 grand, pick six golfers or whatever it is, or I forget what it is, but yeah, you go down. I, I look up the guys who are like, they're like this amateur one and, and he's way down there. And you check it and you see that they made uh, like the last nine out of 10 times they made the cut. That's the big thing. If your guys don't, because if you've got one of your guys makes the cut, you're done. So you need the guy who's going to come yeah. in first. You need to have, uh, you know, Tony, Tony find you because he's in the top five and never wins for some reason. And uh, and then you pick the guy who you think is going to roll, and never pick Roy or Mac because he always falls out at the end. It's a good strategy. Okay. Now everybody knows how to win money on DraftKings <laughs> when it comes back. Yeah, when it comes back in 2021. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Gary. I'm with you. I think that sports is going to be. Uh, I don't know. I can see. Uh, I hate saying it, but I could see I could see maybe baseball being canceled for the whole year. Because I mean, if you're yes. if you talk, if you're getting into June, even if they say like, "Hey, we're going to start in the middle of June," I mean, that's half your season right there. What's the point at that point? I would say, if I was Major League Baseball, I'd say if it's going to be like middle of June, I'd say cancel the season, let all these players get healthy, and then you'll have the most epic 2021 ever. Well, why do you think what's his face had Tommy John surgery? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it was definitely a strategic move. Yeah, Uh, it's also yeah. I honestly, I think the only sport with an outside chance is football, and that is questionable. Yeah, if they don't, if they can't get the like this thing about it, they they have no OTAs, they have none of that now. So if they don't get this resolved by July. Like, it's it. I don't think football is going to happen either. But that's the only hope of sports. Well, when's when's of the twenty twenty sports? When's the NFL Hall of Fame game? What is that? Like the end of August, right? No, it's, it's like, yeah, like August twenty. No, the, the Hall of Fame game is like August. It's always like August third. But isn't that like the quote unquote unofficial like kickoff to the season? Like, is the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, it's, the, it's uh, like the Chase Daniel Super Bowl. You get to watch like uh, the best quarterback at a Tulane to you know go out there and sling the rock against and the and the game is always the funniest part about that game is too is every year like this game's gonna be awesome and go over and it's like seven six every year with <laughs> without a doubt. Well <laughs> I see them canceling uh you know the uh preseason. Uh, why would you even want to have preseason? I would just have each team like basically locked up practicing and then you know go live in in September. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even have preseason. I like the idea of uh, them doing the draft, like still going forward with the draft. Like get those guys in the NFL, you know, whenever it is, you know, and just I don't care. If, if, if they, you know, here's the thing: if they started in in December, they're like, "Hey, you're gonna play four games." I'm, I'm like, "Yes, I'm uh, good. Let's play four games." Yeah, I just don't think it needs to be in April. I don't think if you you punted to the end of May, early June. It would have too big of an issue with the NFL. Yeah, but I mean, why does the draft even have to be the big the big show that it is? Why can't you just do a virtual draft? Yeah. You know, Roger Goodell gets up on the podium. There doesn't have to be a thousand people in the stands. I mean, I understand it's 
it's a money maker and it's a sponsorship thing. But at this point, we're unprecedented times call for unprecedented. Well, that's measures, what it's all about. Know? It's all about the money, honestly, um, because you could do it all. Like, yeah, like no other you know, sport has their drafts really that advertised. NBA does it for the first two rounds, um, which they really only have two rounds. But you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, Goodell also. So you notice every year, which is laugh out loud funny, he gets up there with a big smile. He gets booed no matter where he is. And then he has to, like, give the big hug or, get, you know, give the, like, put the player on the jersey, you know, the jersey on the player. And then he turns around. And I feel like he – that's something he does as, like, that feeds his ego. Like, oh, did you see everybody cheering for me? And we're like, no, we're cheering for – you know, somebody finally took Johnny Manziel, even though he's going to, you know, do drugs. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at some, point, at some point, you have to just be like, you know, all right, this year, the money, you know, the money is what it is. It's not going to be there. Let's just let's get these kids that have been working their entire lives to make it to the show. Let's let's get them drafted. Let's get them on their teams. And then we just go from there. Because, you know what, down the road, you market that be like, you know, like uh, Burroughs from LSU. You market that when he's, you know, if he ends up being like Tom Brady-esque or even like, you know, you know, a big name guy, you know, like not maybe not Brady-esque, but like, you know, somebody that's made a name for themselves as quarterback, you market that, oh, this is the kid that, you know, got brought in when there was, you know, during the virus. Like you could find ways to spin it and make money off of it. I'm surprised EA Sports hasn't like stepped up and jumped in i don't know if i could watch a video game i mean unless they made it i don't know they would have to make it really they would have to use like real life attributes and make it very funny like if uh you know i saw shaquan barkley breaking one and he gets and somebody puts in a cheat code and he just gets nailed by shrek like that i would i would watch that like shrek just lights him up and then it's and then it's recovered and take it back by joe exotic i, I can get into that yeah, uh, but I still think like they should punt it a couple weeks. I mean, I, yeah. I don't. Th- I think they have to. My mom called me. Not not just for the like, you know, no people should be there no matter what. But if what they're saying is true, with what April's gonna be, yeah, is, your, is people's mind gonna be really into the draft? Like, you know, even May, February, May's gonna be tough. But like, you know, I don't know. I just, I think they can wait. To like Memorial Day, before Memorial Day, and and still accomplish right, but, what they but want. But think, think about this, right? Think about right. You, you look at everything going on, and you look at at sports, and it you know it obviously divides people, uh, but it also unites people, right? And you remember like with the first sporting event post nine eleven, how how jacked up the whole country oh, yeah. people were. I don't even think people cared so much about who was playing. Um, I think that like when that my, happens, yeah, my Mike Piazza hit a 400 foot home run in the bottom of the eighth against the Braves. I still get chills when I watch. Exactly that. correct. Exactly correct. You had that big <laughs> apple in Shea Stadium coming out. You know what yeah. I mean? So it, it, but but also the the reality is it's gonna be very different. How many people are gonna rush back into a stadium with fifty thousand people? Now I'm gonna I, I'm gonna watch it from now. I wonder if they're gonna we're gonna watch it at Legends. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, on we're probably definitely. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come. We're gonna no, come but home. You know like, what? Other, other, how was the first baseball game? We're like, I, didn't I, pay, I, I, didn't, no I didn't pay attention. I just couldn't take my eyes off the guy seeing them in person. 
Yeah, yeah, we were drinking. They we played, were drinking played, and hugging the whole baseball. time. I didn't really see what went on, but uh, I think they they played a baseball yeah. game. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure that yeah. Edwin Diaz came in and the Mets <laughs> lost the night. <laughs> Blew a three run. Yeah. Degrom threw a great game. It was awesome. Well, just to go on record, we're going to have to Uber the first night we can go back. Yeah, that is. Oh, well, I'm a big I'm a big Uber fan. Uh, it, I mean that yeah. that's one of the probably and it's sad now because that was one of the greatest things to ever come out and i used to i had a lot of friends that never got a dwi never really got behind the wheel when i was feeling anything i was like but i you'd have to wait for cabs i remember waiting like hours for cabs people being like get in the car and i'm like no i'm gonna take my chances with the cab driver who's probably also drunk but i for some reason i trust him uh you know the bronx the bronx cab driver you had to negotiate with you had to negotiate with the cab driver, including if you had to go back to Jersey, you know, how much the rate was that night to come back through the, either the, over the bridge. Yeah. The and, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember doing that too, like hundred bucks or whatever it was and, uh, be like, Hey, you know, 60 yeah. bucks, you know, and you kind of negotiate and then you're like, he's like, don't throw up in the back seat, And you're like, all right, I'll, I'll just give you the too late. Do you know how much it is if you, if you puke, if you puke in an Uber, it's like a thousand dollars. That they hit you. Oh for. yeah, yeah. They got a big. Uh, they got a big. One of my buddies saw. It. I'm not a big like a uh, throw up guy, but he had. Uh, he is, and we all have that buddy. Everybody has a buddy who just pukes like on like five drinks in, and uh, or did you know? And uh, he threw up in the back of an Uber, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" And the, and the guy was like, "Just clean it up." And we went and got cleaning material, cleaned it all up, and he and we were just waiting. I was waiting for that charge because I was so mad. And uh, I never got it. He just, the kid let it go. So to piggyback on that, so probably about when Mia was between the ages of like two and three, she would get car sick like that. And we were, uh, we were out in Palm Springs and we were going from our hotel to the airport to go home. And she's in the car and we're, we're in the Uber and we're going there and she pukes all over the back of this guy's Uber. <laughs> like I'm yelling at him. I'm like, pull over, pull over. She's going to throw up, pull over. And like, he didn't like listen to me and she throws up all over his seat. And it was like cloth. And I was like, I felt so terrible. And it was the same thing. I was just waiting for that like thousand dollar bill to show up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard when you have a kid. I got, I have Jack who gets car sick and we bring puke bags every, every time we're in a car with him. He's the best throw upper ever in the world. He's it's like, he's been training for four years to be in a fraternity 15 years from now. (laughs) This kid throws up in a bag. He literally throws up in a bag, ties it off and hands it back to us while we're driving. And he's like, here. And I'm like, this, this guy is, I don't know what's going to happen, but he like, hopefully not in the bullying aspect, but he's going to be the return of the revenge of the nerds guys. Like the football guys, like, the, the world's going to go soft and he's going to come back and be like, no, 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 no. We got to, we got to, we got to get this back going. And uh, it's just an amazing guy. It makes me very proud as a father. I'm like, you got to see this kid throw up. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had uh, a very similar proud father moment with Grace uh, <laughs> where um, it was on our flight back from Greece over the summer, um, back when, when things were normal and you can go on vacation. And uh, we've never done a trip like that. It was a big trip for us. And we had flown before with Grace, but we had never flown with Ellie. And we were like, you know, and she's the one who's who's gotten car sick before. 
So we were like, hmm, how's this going to roll? Do we do we take her on a flight like somewhere short before we go on like a nine hour flight across the ocean? And then we were like, no, because if she hates flying, it's just going to be that much worse. So we rolled with it. The kids were champs. On the way back, I sat with Grace, and we hit some turbulence in the you know midway through the flight. And I just look over at her to see if she's okay, and she's as white as a ghost. I'm like, you're right. She's like, no. Shakes her head. I'm like, you gonna throw up? Shakes her head, yes. And I start panicking, like, okay, hold it, hold it, hold it. So you've all seen Family Guy, right? <laughs> yeah. where Peter Griffin throws up in his mouth and keeps his mouth shut. <laughs> Grace basically did it like a champ until oh. I could find the doggy bag and get it out for her. And um, and she totally, totally got in the bag, no issue. Um, and that was one of two times on the trip. But both times she rebounded like 20 minutes afterwards and uh, just acted like it never happened. And uh, let yeah. me tell you, there's nothing worse than doing that. And uh, watch a six-year-old handle it in stride. It was a very proud, proud father moment. It is. It, it is a big dad moment. But so I'm going to ask you guys a question. But first, I'm going to ask, you know, obviously the first thing we're going to do when this is all over is, is hit up Fiona's uh for dinner we're gonna go out there one of the best italian restaurants sponsor of the program for qdmp use it or don't use it just tell me you're thinking of them go pick up some dinner there this weekend have a great time i highly suggest off menu you wanted the fried ravioli uh and also the chicken parm big as your foot awesome so uh besides that we'll go down we'll go one in a row what's the uh First thing you're going to do, obviously, besides dinner and get together, everybody's going to, you know, what's like the one thing you're like, maybe a little bit more obscure that you're like, I can't wait to actually, it's something you missed that you didn't think you were going to miss. Anybody got anything? Okay. Get a haircut. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> what do you get say? A haircut. Oh, yeah, dude. That's, dude, you stole mine. Get a haircut's a good one. I forgot, like, I used to get mad at getting a haircut, like being like, oh, I need a haircut. Now, yeah, that's that's a great call. Get a haircut. I go to the down at Ridgewood. The guys they put the wax in my ears. They put it up my nose. They do my eyebrows. Uh, Jack comes with me. We sit there. We bang that out, and it's like a you know it's a nice little Saturday morning for us. Ooh, get a haircut. Get, so, get a haircut. I, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one because I literally shaved my head for ten years. Ten years, <laughs> I shaved my head once a week. About. Three months ago, maybe around Christmas time, I was like, you know what? Let me throw it out a little. Let me see what I'm working with. Of course, you know, it's all salt and pepper because, you know, that's just my, my family lineage there for for me. But everybody was saying, oh, man, I like it. it. You know, it looks good. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll keep it. Yeah. Then the Rona shows up. And now I like having hair. And now I can't do anything with it. So it was like a real kick in the I, I thought of this today because I was thinking the same thing where, you know, we were talking about uh, – you know, uh, growing out our hair. And I was thinking to myself today, I was like, I think there's one way that I could beat the coronavirus. And that's it. I have exceptionally bad luck. If I dicked my head right now, we would all be allowed outside the next day. Like they would be like, like Trump would get on. He'd be like, oh, we got great news for Kali found a, a cure. He's like, everybody's going to get it. He's like, it's all good. He's like, well, schools will open on Monday and I would have a bit like just ugly looking head where I would just like have to tell people like I would just lie to people and be like, no, I was in the hospital. I had to shave it. Like, I, I don't even know what I would say. And you have a really large it, head. It is. Just, trust me. When I went to, that was the one thing that when I didn't want it, when I was going into the army, the one thing that I was most nervous about, it wasn't the firefights, the war, 
the training, anything. It was getting my head shaved down to the thing. <laughs> I got a beautiful head of hair. So, you know, that was tough. But, I, you know, I did it for, for my country. But if I were to bick my head right now, I, I, w- I would look like, I don't know if you remember the Friday the 13th movies where they killed Jason as a kid. That's what I would look like. <laughs> Oh, uh, so. well, I'm, I, like something that that I would look forward to, to be honest with you, is as simple as it is, is getting up on a Saturday morning and going to the diner for breakfast. Um, yeah. Just getting out, right? Yeah. With the, you know, even with the family, just even though we're spending a lot of good quality time together. That or we talked about it earlier. I'm looking forward, even though we haven't had a chance yet. I'm looking forward to to playing some golf and getting out on the golf course. So. Um, wishful thinking of when that'll be, but those are probably two things I miss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, obviously I, there's all the, uh, the family gatherings, the whole, uh, you know, going out the bar time, the movies, like all that stuff's like very obvious, but stuff like, yeah, the haircut, the diner, like little stuff like that, where it's just uh, like, you didn't even realize like how much it was a part of your life and how much you missed it until now. Well, you know, you, Absolutely. You, you mentioned something with the well, holidays. You, know, you, so, you mentioned something with the holidays. As long as I remember, we always so, spend every holiday together. As long as family. I remember, we always spend now every year, holiday together with my family. In, the air and now this year and my grandparents are nine year and uh, I said, how much more time one and you sit there and you're like uh, what so are we gonna do time and, and you uh, sit there and you're like what are we gonna it, do it, it's real eye open uh, it's a real eye open to at least me saying like wow we're gonna have a holiday at least me saying like wow we're gonna have a holiday with no family. Yeah, no, that's that's a yeah. that's gonna be a huge. We did a Zoom party the other night, and that was kind. Of, that was fun, but it was like cute for like a half hour, and then it got really annoying. And then like people try to like take over. Not me personally, but uh, you know, other people were you know talking over, and it's like oh, you're not that funny. Maybe give the floor to somebody else. But uh, you know, it's like the 22 year old kid. That's the best. That, that's the best family. The best thing about a family party. Is now is when you get older is when the kids, not the kids, but the cousins, the nephews who turn like twenty one, and they just get like sloshed for the first time in front of the family, and you just make fun of them, and they're <laughs> like, and then and they just grab you like, Listen, I, I I was there fifteen years ago, I was there ten minutes ago actually, but I'm just holding it better than you. And they know me die now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they know me die now. I've lowered the bar so much, you know. People had high hopes for you, you know. And it's like, yeah, you're supposed to go to Yale and you're, you know, now you're, you know, failing at a Bergen Catholic or whatever. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. So like, so for me, you know, it's kind of, kind of similar to MJ's is that, uh, um, every Monday, both my wife and I both have off. So, you know, when we drop off, uh, the younger one to school for her afternoon pre-K, her and I usually head over to, believe it or not, Fiona's, and we have a lunch date together. Great place. You Shout know, out QDMP. And yeah, QDMP. And, um, you know, and it's, it's nice because it's, it's our opportunity to just sit, hang out, talk, you know, even if it's only an hour, hour and a half, whatever it may be, you know, before the craziness of having to pick the kids up from school and then doing homework and, you know, getting back into mom and dad life, it's almost, it almost reminds me of like how it was before we had kids, you know, and it, and it's nice. We get our little bit of quality time together. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, it's not, you know, I saw people posting when they were like, oh, I'm sure everything's going to be great after restaurants are going to be filled, baseball games, nobody's going to be fighting. But I was like, I kind of got a feeling that it is going to be like that. Like, of course, there's going to be a little bickering here and there and, you know, whatever. But I think in the end, a lot of people are going to turn around and just say, let's, let's party. Let's, you know, let's, let's put the swords yeah. aside and, you know, I, go I, have fun. I, like, I, I agree I, more. I think I, the politics. I, I can't Chase agree more. Aside and I just think the politics. Appreciate people aside for just just being there. Appreciate being friendly and putting the BS there. aside. Being friendly and putting the BS aside. It's going to yeah. be glorious. So I can't wait to see where this. If nothing else, with this uh, quarantine, this podcast, to see where it goes in the next couple weeks and how where like how you know because we'll be able to line this up one day with the curve you know with the flattening of the curve and be like here's where we really cracked like it might like we might have an episode in two weeks from now where we're just like Hush. i don't even know either yelling at each other or, or crying i don't even i don't even know so and also yeah. if any other dads or uh, anybody from the from the place wants to hop on uh, you know, we gave a big shout out to Parkwood because I see that they're in the news every day locally for helping. Out. They're donating all kinds of stuff to uh, the hospitals. That's awesome. Um, you know, you said uh, Salad said Fiona's did that uh, did that lunch the other day, which is so awesome. So I'm curious to see, and I hope these businesses just thrive at the end because it will be uh, it'll be cool to watch that yeah. happen again. And listen, they're big supporters yeah, of the town. And listen, the they're big supporters of the baby. town. So every little bit the we help them. Baby. So every little bit helps we us help in the long them. run. Helps us in the long run. Yeah. And, you know, and then also look out on Facebook for, you know, Midland Park birthday parties. There's yes. A lot of kids yes. That, we got to you know, do that. I got to do that. They're looking forward yeah, right. to celebrating in school with their friends and stuff like that. And they're unfortunately unable to do that. And a couple of, uh, I believe it was a, a number of moms from town got together, created that Facebook page, and every single day there is some type of parade. They drive by the kid's house, honk their horns, wave to them, and they make that kid feel special, even if it's only for just five yeah, minutes. I gotta, I gotta so check I that out. So I want to give them a huge shout out because that that was huge of them to start. You know when we, see, when we when we see that pop up, uh, we should text each other and just say this is going on today. You know, a lot of times you can't make it. I've been, like I said, I've been working harder from home that I have, I have so many, I don't know about, I know Sal, you have to do this. You have to do these, these conference calls. They put 25 people on them. They take an hour and a half. I'm on three conference calls a day. The day's over. It's, it's driving me crazy. I used to be able to sit there and just intimidate people from across my seat and to shutting up and being quiet so I can get out of there. Now I can't do that. So that, that Facebook page, just real quick, that Facebook page is called Midland Park Birthday Parade. And um, Friday, they're actually Thursday and Friday at 1 p.m., they're parades. 34 First Street on Thursday and 13 Hiawatha on Friday. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we'll we'll definitely have to do that. And uh, so I think that's all I got for tonight. Uh, I'll get this out ASAP. I'll put it on the Midland Park site. Uh, Yeah, I'm just looking forward to everybody uh, hanging out again. It's going to be odd. It's going to be a glorious day. That's one thing that you do. That is gonna is cool is like when you're at the you know if you've done anything like you know I remember like day one of basic training when you're looking at day sixty three you know that's gonna be a cool day and it was yeah yeah so true all right man well you guys stay safe we'll be talking great episode 
And uh, I'll try not to mess this one up if I messed up the last one. All right. Good night, boys. <laughs> All right. stay, stay happy. Stay yep. safe. Good night, everybody. Stay healthy. All right. Love part. you guys. Bye. Bye.